0: Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film and Friend, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and I went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything. Learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and i've learned so much and i have gotten all the tips tricks what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode you will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that i know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan let's get started Hello! I am your precious piece of pasta and you, my precious fucking peanuts. And, um, today we're back on to writing. Today is Monday. Monday! Woo! So, today we're going to be talking about how to write a prologue. Now, oftentimes a prologue is, you know, to set up the main conflict or... Introduce the main character to the story's narrative or introduce a bunch of characters to the story's narrative and yada 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 it could also be like a flashback or something that someone has um for example um last uh, last night um me and me and my parents watched Rogue One if you haven't seen Rogue One, it's in the Star Wars however many movies they've got, um, but, um, and this is a bit of a spoiler, so if you haven't seen it, but basically what happens is the girl has a flashback to her mama and their papa before she had to be taken far away from her home because, um, the main central bad guy of the story was after her father. And the bad guy ended up getting her father, and so that sets up the main story's conflict of how she's going to get her father back. And that's basically how the beginning is. So, that's one way to do it. You could set up the central conflict. Another thing is, you know, you could introduce, um, introduce characters, you know. And like I said with the Rogue One thing, and I know it's a movie and not a book, but it works pretty much the same way in this instance is, um, it's the same thing, we are introduced to the central character, we are introduced to her father, which is the main cause of the conflict, we're introduced to her mother, but she is, um, she kind of dies, sorry, spoilers, <laughs> and, um, well, like I said, we're introduced to the main bad guy, so that's another way it, c- it really hits it, and, um, yeah, so that's some of the main things that you can do with a prologue you know it could be a flashback it just it could just be you know an extra little tidbit added to the story you know and everything so yeah just just think about it you know just think about it um there was actually I actually uh read a book once um I forget who it's by now but it's the book's called throne of glass and um it's more of an a it's definitely more of an adulty book, if you know what I mean, so just, like, it's more of an older teenager kind of thing, so just watch out for that, but, um, then I happened to get, like, some sort of, I happened to get an audiobook version or, or something of, like, a special edition, and they, and in this special edition, there was a, um, there was a prologue that had been scrapped from the author that was included and I really wish they would have put that in because it introduces one of the main characters Prince uh, Dorian I think yet again spoilers and um another main character which I guess would be like the overseer guy it's been a while since I've listened to it or slash read it so you know if if you actually go and like find it and read and stuff and I'm wrong I'm sorry (laughs) I don't remember the names But yeah, and it sets up the whole thing because they go, they're going to go and find the main character because they have to and everything. And so, that's what leads into the beginning and I really wish they hadn't scrapped that because that would have been a cool little bit of detail to know. But you also have to remember with your prologue, like really think about it. Like, do you want to start off with your main character? Would that be good? Would that be bad? You know, you have to really think about that. And, I, and the pro, the scrap prologue was good, but, you know, it's kind of misleading with making you think more about um, the more side character-esque people, rather than the main character. So keep that in mind. You don't want to Unless you're, unless you're going for setting them up with these two or three or however many characters, and then, whoop this is actually the main character. Like, it's just someone mentioned in passing. Then, um, then that could be cool too, you know. Really add to that, you know, whoop pow, right out of nowhere, you know. Surprise your audience, surprise your readers or watchers. And that's something you could also do as well. And what I did was um Ping Won Dagon had itself a prologue, but um it was it was a flashback and it was it was pretty long usually prologues you know it's one of those it's one of those things where you gotta keep it short it's recommended like one to i'd recommend like one to six pages or so you know you gotta keep it really short, you know maybe more like one to four pages or something you know keep it concise. But, um, yeah, and I'm looking back at it now. Yes, it was instrumental to the story, but it could have been a chapter all on its own instead of rushing through the details and everything, trying to squeeze it into a prologue. So that's something to also keep in mind. Like, would this work better as a full-on chapter or mini-chapter? Or would this be better as a, um, as a prologue you know it's basically basically the difference between a chapter and a prologue slash epilogue is you know a prologue slash epilogue is basically like a mini chapter that's what it is it's basically like a small little whoop de doo at the beginning or at the end all like hello there's this little thing too you might want to know and everything yeah and and then don't make your prologue unimportant because then why is it there? I know it, it I know it may like set up things and stuff and everything, but don't have it full of oh the lovely grass was so beautiful in the valley of horsebackville and stuff like that, you know, don't fill it with junk, okay? Keep it short and concise and to the point. That's the that's the point of a prologue slash epilogue. It's short, precise to the point. The prologue gets you ready for the beginning of the story. The epilogue gets you ready for the possible next one. Or just wraps up some loose ends, you know? Like some tiny little loose ends, you know? But yeah, that's how that's how you think of it. The prologue gets everybody ready for the beginning. The epilogue just ends it off nicely. <laughs> you know? It's, it's it's like baking a cake, you know, the middle and stuff is all good, but people might not want to eat it if the icing is all rough and patchy, you know, the prologue is the icing, the cake is the story, you know, and you gotta, you gotta have that icing all nice and stuff for that wedding, you know, or else you've disappointed us all. <laughs> But, yeah, and, like, with everything in writing, if it ends up horrible or not on the point or on the nose at first in the first draft, um, just, you know, set it aside, and, like I said, ponder, do you need it? Could it be a chapter all on its own? Do, do, th- do those characters even exist? Because, um, my friend Author Child, not Canadian Author Child, Author Child is, um, you know, she's the one, she's making the book, you know, and everything. She's making her own book, and all that, and everything. And their prologue is short, concise, and while I do love it, it is not about the main character. It does not lead into the main character. So that's something to think about, too. It is definitely about one of the main characters. I'm thinking that they'd take the place of Deuteragonist, but... Still, it'd always be good to, you know, maybe touch on the main character or something in the beginning, mention them or something. That way, you know, we have something to go off of instead of the sudden switch to, oh yeah, this is actually who we're supposed to, you know, fall in love with and everything. Another thing about the prologue, too, is if you want to, while setting up your characters, you can also, you know, just lead into, you know, making people fall in love with them. For example, if it's, like, it's a character that's pops in later on and stuff, you know, make us care about when that character will pop up again. Don't make, don't make, don't make us fall in love with characters that we'll never see again in the prologue, okay? If those characters, like, those characters, like, imagine it like it's Star Wars and stuff, you know, a bunch of stormtroopers are all talking and stuff and one of them is like really funny or cool and stuff we're gonna feel we're gonna kind of feel bad then when that stormtrooper dies (laughs) i mean it's like oh come on why do they all have to die (laughs) you know and everything so like make us attach a little bit to characters who are gonna die in the prologue but not too attached you know just one of those where you have to keep that even balance even with characters throughout the movie as well. If you if you're not meant to fall in love with certain characters, don't make us fall in love with them. Because believe me, I will not tell you how many times that I felt so sad that I sad that a side character dies that was completely and utterly irrelevant. <laughs> like um we recently watched the movie Speed as well. Don't know if you ever heard of that. That's kind of an old one. But um and there was this bus driver, and this poor guy, he got shot. Like, this poor dude. And, like, I was like, no. And I think his name was, like, Sammy or something. So it's like, no, Sammy, why? <laughs> you know. Although, to be fair, he didn't, didn't. Although, to be fair, he didn't have too much time for us to fall in love with him. But at the same time, it was just enough to where I was like, Sammy, no, why? <laughs> But then again, I could have been being dramatic. I was being dramatic. But still, it's if they would have explored Sammy a bit more, you know, it would have it would have been very sad to see him shot and everything, you know. So, yeah, that's just also something to keep in mind in your prologue and everything that while you're introducing characters that are are irrelevant, you know, you can build up their characteristics a bit, but not too much because At the same time, you don't want us falling in love with them if they're just gonna die 12 seconds later. So. Anyways, that's it for today. Thank you for coming back to the podcast that supplies you with good rants. Um. (laughs) And everything. But, yeah, you know. Just, uh, make sure we're not falling in love with anybody who's supposed to die right out of the gate. Unless that's the kind of effect you're going for, but... That's a whole other thing with like setting up tone and everything like that, you know, really dark tone and everything. And always make sure your tone shifts aren't jarring, okay? It's like, <laughs> don't mess with my heart. But anyway, so yeah, that's a that's another that's another rant for me today. Take it or leave it. <laughs> But, yeah. And I think the whole character thing is just uh, me talking. You know, cause it's all like, Why did you make us fall in love with this character in the beginning that was totally irrelevant to literally everything else? And have him die. <laughs> like, again, it's supposed to be like a little funny cheeky scene, but like, man, why? <laughs> but that might just be a personal little rant there, so. Take it with a grain in it. Take that whole bit with a grain of salt. But anyways, I better go. See you all later. Goodbye.